Welcome to the Welsh Yogi Podcast. Okay, hi Krishna everyone, welcome to another episode of the Welsh Yogi Podcast. So we are in Vrindavan Dam in India. And we've been here for about three weeks, probably. Well, we were in Mayapur for two weeks, right? Yeah. And then we've and then been here for a few days and here for another week and a half. And then you guys are going back to Wales. And then we're going, going to Jaipur for a few days, check up on our deities for the, That'd be exciting. For the temple. Nice. And Charlie's here. Hey, Charlie. So shout back to the old days, yeah. the old podcast days. Original crew. OG. What do you want to talk about, Bilbo? Well, how's your trip been? <laughs> how's your trip been? <laughs> it's been alright. You had a conversation, right, with uh, um, what's the name of the other devotees to the podcast? Oh, Kastuba. Kastuba, yeah. Yeah, from the Wisdom of the Sages podcast. Yeah. What was, did you say? It was pretty nice. Um, people who don't know, there's a podcast out there called Wisdom of the Sages. They read Bag of a Tam every day. Mm-hmm. But he kind of inspired the Welsh Shuggy podcast or they did in one sense because when we started I remember Gopal out of the blue just messaged saying like we should start a podcast this was in the lockdown wasn't it yeah yeah so I was just in a bunch of scenes did little little ones yeah yeah and like um, at the exact same time that Gopal messaged me is when this Wisdom of the Sages podcast was blowing up and um, yeah just sort of we kind of started off copying them by reading Ishapanishad step by step we, 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 you're on about doing that again isn't it like picking up a book and going just through a book going systematically mm. I like different flavour different yeah. flavour between us and Wisdom and the Sages isn't it yeah this is the Welsh sort of anyway I met Kastuba it was really he's like a special person like he had like he's got a very like peaceful demeanour about him mm. like I, you just I walked up to him and he's like locked on you know sometimes you meet these devotees and they just like they, their attention is on you mm-hmm. and I was like well I just said, oh yeah, you know, we've got <laughs> we got a podcast, and I was just telling him about how like we give out the cards on the Sankatan and how we've had so many views and how we've had a lot of listeners that have just binge watched. Like I, I know a lot of people that listen to this; they've just gone through all of them, and how it's such a good tool for helping people connect with the T Krishna Temple and the project, and and like it, you know, all temples should have something like this. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. He was just really kind of happy to hear that so he he invited me to like to say a little thing at his seminar because mm-hmm. there was this big what was it called ILS ILS yeah the ISKCON leadership Sangha Sangha right so all of the leaders of ISKCON all of the leadership is mm. it they come and listen to different seminars and different um ways of managing and mm-hmm. running and spiritual things and things yeah because this, we have a spiritual organisation so all the leaders around the world gather and hear from each other share best practices go deeper in spiritual life help help each other look after aspiring spiritualists and uh, yeah. different things like that so it's very interesting yeah so it was quite nice though like there were some boss men in the room and I just talked about how like how we had we set up po- you know like some senior senior devotees that have been practicing for a long time and they were really interested in the wisdom of the sages podcast but one of them asked like okay your podcast is doing something mm-hmm. but 
what can we do? Like, how can that help? So then it was like the perfect segue for me to say, you know, anyone can do a podcast. And then he invited you up then, did he? Well, I was sat on a chair with Mike, but uh-huh. I kind of addressed the room. It was, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a bit like... Right, Rupert's getting up there. He's getting worldwide... Not quite, like... Worldwide fame. Far away from that. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> the Welsh Yogi podcast. One day you push us aside, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I will... <laughs> Me and Charlie will be forgotten about <laughs> Let's start the Goat Bell and Charlie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Goat uh, Bell, I'm Charlie. That would be a good podcast. I'd love <laughs> to listen to that. I wonder what would come up. You pop a chill, wouldn't you, Charlie? Yeah. Sounds good, though. Yeah, yeah it was, that was <laughs> cool, but, uh, you know. Hmm. What have you done in India? Uh, <laughs> I haven't really seen anyone. <laughs> I've just been, like, isolating myself. I had a really nice... My Apollo this time was probably my favourite trip. Really? Wow. Yeah, because we took, you know, because it was nice having all the devotees out. And we t- went to different, you know, sacred places. We went to where, where we went for a nice boat ride down the Ganga. Ganges. And also, you know, and we went to different, you know, uh, Bhakti Takor's house where he started expanding the... Yeah, you know, Harry Christian movement and places like that. We went to the TOVP. Yeah, that was yeah cool. that's, that's so impressive. You know, that's that's going to be a, it's the biggest, biggest religious, gonna be like the biggest religious building in the world, or the it's biggest, amazing. definitely the biggest dome, uh, yeah. in any architectural feat, in the world. Yeah, check out on our social media if you want to see what that is. Mm. It's the Temple of Vedic Planetarium. But I think Anna just put a video up, like a reel. Mm. It's it's a mind blowing. It's bigger than it's just huge. Like mm. I, you can't. It's just amazing. Like it's gonna be very impressive. Because not only architecture is it stunning. Yeah. Like people go to India to see like Taj Mahal. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which I don't think is so impressive. But Temple Valley Brand Times absolutely phenomenal. And that's just now just looking at the externals. Despite that, when it's completed inside, it will be a whole experience. Mm of like learning the, the science behind you know transmigration of the soul what is consciousness yeah. and things like that so it was you know it was, it was, by the real nice I enjoyed chanting I got to you know when we had uh, you know different meetings with Shiva Ram Swami you know to speak with Dave Ramita Swami a bit and you know it was I've just been uh, chanting and you know, spending time with you know spending time with the devotees I've had a real nice trip reading chanting I think it's you know, if you're practicing spiritual life, to come to these holy places is times to you know go go deeper. I think it's very, if you want spiritual life, it, you know, it's good to have times where you do okay recharge the spiritual batteries, focus on yourself a bit because sometimes we get so busy and so caught up in all the the things we have to do mm. to take some time out to go deeper into yourself and actually get a perspective of okay, what's really what's really important. Yeah, it's been. It's definitely, you know. You ever, you know, like, um, <laughs> you know, like um, people who take like loads of psychedelics and stuff. Mm. They talk about something like Charlie, like Charlie. <laughs> psychedelics. They talk about something called ego death. Uh-huh. So they, like they take whatever their substance is and they experience ego death, where like their ego is kind of dissolved and they become a spiritual being or something like that. Mm. That's happened to you, is it? Well, that's yeah. what they're what they're calling. <laughs> wow. ego, yeah, they call it ego death, right? It's not ego death at all. It's just your ego goes to sleep for a few hours or whatever, 
or it just morphs into an, e- an ego, ego that thinks yeah, my ego is gone yeah exactly that's a very ego in itself but no, my experience in Mayapur was like like real ego death and real ego death is very painful experience do you know what I mean like if you're attached to the ego oh which I am I think most people are mm-hmm. I, would, I would hazard a guess but yeah just just these the way that when you go to these spiritual places scenarios sort of pan out in like a mystical way and Gupi Raman is floating in here they don't get to try sorry sorry no no like um, scenarios pan out in a certain way so like I had a certain experience basically and then <laughs> I don't know how to explain it but like we had this seminar on a false ego I basically got it like exposed as somebody who's who has a massive ego <laughs> but I didn't even know I had a massive ego and that's that's the we went to a seminar on false ego by David Key she, she talked about it whoever if someone has a massive ego the bigger the ego the harder it is for, it, for you to see it mm-hmm. and like I definitely experienced that so through the process of the different events that took place and like um, going to the seminar I just realized that like um, the way I've been acting in the world has been from this kind of like animalistic like I'm trying to be the alpha male I'm trying to be the center the most like I'm trying to be the the top top dog and for spiritual life it just can't it just doesn't go hand in hand so devotees are so nice that they'll they don't want to upset you or offend you so like in in day-to-day life like I've been going around like I'm the alpha male and the devotee is just sort of like okay we'll just let him we'll just give him a wide berth or treat him differently so that his ego doesn't flare up but I didn't even realize it and then so am I making sense of what I'm saying or I feel like I'm waffling I'm listening yeah it it was you go that just relates to something I was was reading earlier on the roof in Briat Bhagavatamrita and it was talking about uh, prema or real spiritual love mm-hmm. and how the root of real love is dainya or utter humility mm. which is um, real and so f- in order to really get love then one has to be really humble mm. and it says it's, it's not just that you know it's not just humility in terms of uh, you know self deprecating you know, because that can be material. In fact, it's it's another it's another side of egoism. But despite one's being very pure, one still thinks himself very very humble. And these are the the conditions that are needed before real love manifests. So, you know, if we want to advance spiritually, then these arrangements or these realizations of our ego that I am the supreme, I am the controller, I am the central, I am the you know central mm. enjoyer of this world, it needs to be removed. Mm. And by absorbing oneself in spiritual activities, hearing and chanting about Krishna, then naturally the waves of contradictory emotions gradually uh, dissipate. Mm. And then one starts to experience spiritual advancement. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's the realities of actually wanting to advance spiritually. You're going to be faced with you have to face you have to deal with yourself yeah. you know and that's something I've said before you get some you know some devotees or some monks or you know people like they they want to advance spiritually but they end up traveling a lot 
because yeah. you never deal with yourself then you know you go from one community to another community to another community but you find in order to actually grow and deal with yourself it benefits actually staying in the same place mm-hmm. and dealing with the same people mm-hmm. like you're saying you know I've noticed I seems people might notice my ego a little bit so you know this is how they interact with me and some people would be like okay you know if that disturbs me I'll go somewhere else so then yeah. they won't know what I'm like and before they know what I'm really like I'll move somewhere else then yeah and that's the fact is like because I, f- I feel like a real deer in the headlights like here I feel like I, I can see myself and everyone can see this like really like dark side of me and my mind constantly is saying you got to get away from here you got to get away from these people like I like I'm really trying to like just just like put my what do you what does Titan say put the spear in the ground I'm just I'm not gonna leave unless I get kicked out mm-hmm. but like it's like you can see how when you get exposed you naturally want to run away from the, the scenario you, do you know what I mean like yeah, and yeah, I think strong it's like Lord of the Rings when that um, that king yeah that's was it Snape in his that guy in his year. I'm not Lord of the Rings, guys. He's like, talk. anyway, he'd, he'd control the key, he'd be like an advisor. He'd be like, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you know. But he's actually protecting his own position. Okay. You know, so the false ego can be like that. It's yeah. like, you should get it, you know, in order to protect its own position yeah, yeah. and its own control over you. Mm. They'll say, you should, we should do this or we should do that. And yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to stay here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but then you need a spiritual Gandalf to yeah. shoo these things away. <laughs> and it's, it's like, you can just, I, you, you get to a point where you just like I, f- I feel like I've just been broken down so much that I just want to change like I just want to I don't want to I don't want to keep hitting this ro- this roadblock because it's not like it's like I've had this experience in Wales it's just here it's so much more blown up that's what I f- think about there's something very spiritually potent about Mayapur Vrindavan these holy places where they really like everything expands it becomes extra everything's under a magnifying glass yeah basically yeah Mm. so it's like the good and the bad yeah you just because I know that if if I run away then I I can't run away And, and I think most people can probably relate to this like a lot of us have been running away from ourselves for our whole life constantly changing the external situation to try and help ourselves feel better help ourselves feel happy but you, you, it comes to a point where you realise you actually have to work on the internal. Like, yeah, because if you keep changing the externals, you don't you don't grow as a person. You don't no. deal with yourself. I mean, so, you know, sometimes you might have to change externals. You know, mm. if it really like you know it's, the situation is quite crippling. Yeah. But, but but generally, it's, you try and move your ex, uh, adjust externals without even thinking about internals, and it's not going to work. Yeah. Is that recording, Charlie? Is it still recording? Yes. Yeah, is this still recording? Yeah. Okay, we're good. Hmm. Yeah, so like it's interesting though because everything lines up when you're here as well. Do you notice that? I don't know. Like all of the classes are lined up, and every mm-hmm. all of your day, the experiences within the day line up with the classes, and like it's, it's pretty. It's very magical. <laughs> like it's like Disneyland. <laughs> actually, we went we went we went on the tour of Vrindavan this morning with this devotee called Dina Bandu. You came to Wales, right? Yeah, he came to Wales once. But he's so like far out. But we went to this, we went to this temple, and it had like a thousand deities of like everyone, like all of the planet gods, or like it had, you see, literally everyone who was in the Bhagavatam was mm-hmm. there in this temple. 
<laughs> and we were walking around. It was like Disneyland. <laughs> it was it was really funny actually, like not funny but yeah, it was like very like Hindu. Mm. So many temples. That's yeah, the it's thing you know, it's so interesting. I mean, it was nice yesterday. We went to that Shiva temple. Oh yeah. We went to these other, you know, and you just see all these. It's such an amazing place. India is such an amazing place. You mm. know, the fact that the temples are so busy. Yeah. On the you know, especially on Saturdays, Sundays, evenings, you know, it's so like mosh pits like yeah, it's like you you can't conceive of that at least you know in the West or no. especially the UK. Do you know what I mean? Like the churches are all dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the fact that if you have like literally crowds of people who are so eager to to go there, you know, and are getting so much, you know, so much from it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 humbling as well, world. isn't it? like you realize how small you are like in the west everyone feels like they're the big center of attention i've got my friends and my social media and i'm doing something in this world but you come to india and realize you're just a little speck mm-hmm. there's like a million trillion people out here there's literally a billion people in india mm. you're actually nothing out here mm. it's, it's just it's a humbling place to mm. come you know? it's quickly becoming the most popular it's going to overtake china as the most populated country in the world yeah. china's going down and india's going up so this this year India will be the most populated country in the world. Yeah, it's far out. How's your, how's your experience, Charlie? Coming. Take a seat, Charlie. Uh, don't go the other way. It's been amazing. It's been life-changing. We can't hear you yet. Um, say that again. It's been life-changing. Yeah, it's been completely life I mean, I just echo what you guys said about it. Just exp- it just blows everything up. You don't mm-hmm. have to turn the camera. Um, yeah, like you can see yourself so much more clearly, which, like Bactrude was saying, is not, it's like really difficult. Um, but that was what I was finding. In Vrindavan, I haven't really kind of tuned in yet. My, I don't know, it's just since the jet lag and being sick. But in Mayapur, it was like, it was really blissful, but you could just see yourself really, and at times, like too clearly. Like the, ar- like the pride, the arrogance, the fear, but uh, also like, the Krishna, like I could see my Krishna conscious side, like the tiny, tiny bit that there was. You could see that more clearly. But that was the main thing I took away from my was just everything became clear. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I mean, and as well, having so many, like, sad, like, so many devotees, like, saintly devotees just all, all, all around you. It's like, a, I'm not really good at being on camera. Did you have a favorite? Favorite moment? Favorite class? Favorite moment was uh, probably the last class by Vaisheshika Prabhu, because mm. um, he hammers in this point of <coughs> he says he always says don't let the tran- never let the transcendental sound vibration stop. Mm-hmm. That's not how he says it. Keep it going. Keep the transcendental sound vibration going, um, mm. which I thought was really nice. Just. You know, you, you were saying at all times, and before I'd, I, you know, I'd think, okay, but surely you've got to have a break at some point. But that's that was just sort of my head. But yeah, the idea that at, at all times you should be plugged into the transit because he was doing bhajans and then he would read, and then at one point the lights went out, and you just there was a power cut, so he just started chanting Hare Krishna. Yeah. And I was sort of, okay, right, he was not joking when he says keep it going at all times. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been my meditation since I've been here, because as, as soon as you stop, then you're stuck with your head, you're stuck with your mind, and for me, that's pretty, it's like a dark place to be. But if you're always chanting, if you're always with devotees and always reading, 
then there's no time for your mind to get in kind of thing so that was that was my takeaway from from my poor yeah nice keep the vibration going keep the transcendental sound vibration going yeah yeah it's important and it's something to you know we go back home and take it back with us and that's something everyone can you know take from it is that wherever you wherever you are you, you know you have the opportunity you have the right to be spiritual practice practice your spiritual life or sadhana or practice so yeah hear about Krishna hear from Bhagavad Gita chant the Hare Krishna mantra and yeah it's, it's easier than you think it's the false ego that stops us from doing it and yeah having times like this where you can focus on your spirit as a retreat we come to India you know we'll go again probably next year and if anyone wants to come you know write to us and we'll all go together and you can spend some time on, on yourself and in spiritual life and then you realise okay that's important you know I was worried about all these things back home or this that and the other but actually putting things in perspective okay this is you know this is what's really important in life is experiencing real pleasure by coming in contact with Krishna Shri Advaita Shri Vasari Shri Vasari